I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy. This is the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Hosted by Paul Cooney and Barry Ferguson. Yep, it's your 60-minute fix of summer football. We are here right throughout the summer months here on the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Barry Ferguson is with us. And Barry, we know Denmark are through, Italy too, Belgium and the Czech Republic. We weren't that bad two weeks ago at losing 2-0 to the Czech Republic, who were the big surprise at the weekend. Um, yeah, they, they were um, probably a big surprise to a lot of people. But, I mean, if you, if you go back to the first game in, in Scotland's group, which we, we played them at Hamden, Paul, I've got to be honest with you, I, I was really impressed with them. Um, they're, they're not a top international team, but they're, they're a very good international team. And I don't think with, with Holland getting a man sent off, it would have made much a difference, if I've been honest with you, because I thought Czech Republic were a better team and they thoroughly deserved um, to go into the quarterfinals. Croatia, who beat us, what, just last six days ago? Hard to believe in some ways it's less than a week. They're up against Spain. The match has kicked off. Any news from it? No, no much. Um, Spain had a, a slight chance a minute or so ago. Um, but I, again, listen, the, the group that we were in, um, Scotland, the group of death, <laughs> I mean, uh, obviously England, Croatia and, and Czech Republic, but Croatia, we've seen the quality they had um, the final game um, in the group stage. I, I thought they were absolute brilliant to watch and, and that little man in the middle of the park, Luka Modric, was a, an absolute joy to to watch on the on the TV and, and I'll be honest with you Paul I, I fancy Croatia to beat Spain tonight you reckon? Yep, yeah I, I think mm-hmm. Croatia have got enough to beat Spain and go into the quarterfinals and we'll preview tomorrow night where there's a, a match of course England against Germany it's all you hear about isn't it on the telly and stuff down south but uh, we will obviously preview that match and who does Barry think is going to win the tournament it can change day after day back at home well the big news is for the Champions League the money is up again mm-hmm. this year and we've got news I heard Joe saying it on Go Radio News that Rangers and Celtic if they go into the group stages £14 million each Barry it's an unbelievable sum of money, Paul, if I'm being honest with you. And that, that'll be a great motivation um, for the players. I'm sure both um, the Celtic and Rangers manager will be letting the players know that if they get through, um, which is going to be difficult in, in the rounds before they get into the group stage, but it's a, a massive amount of money that could uh, go towards um, the transfer budget or kitty, whatever way you want to want to call it. Um, so £14 million to get into the, the group stage is um, a great motivation for both clubs um, to get to get by. But they've got difficult games in front of them. We know who Celtic are going to play. Well, we're not sure who Rangers are going to play yet. Um, but listen, I do believe both teams have got enough quality, Paul, to hopefully reach the group stages. And it'll be great for, for Scotland as a nation, great for the coefficient as well. That's the other big news at the weekend. We woke up to the news that uh, Professor Jason Leach reckons we could have a full house in the football in August. So just over a month away from kickoff, from the 10th of August, we could have many, many thousands at each ground. And that will be absolutely brilliant. Yeah, great news, isn't it? Brilliant. Yeah. When I seen it, I read it, um, excited. And I'm sure the fans are ex- excited, Paul. Um, they've missed their, their football. Mm. Um, 
they miss it over the weekend. That's what people work for. Um, work hard during the week so they can go in and watch their football teams and support their football teams um, from the stands. So great news um, that hopefully it'll be full capacity crowds come the start of the season. Yep, so much to talk about. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. It's going to fly in, but we're going every night right throughout the summer, Monday to Friday. We're on at five and uh, Barry is going to take a wee bit of a break for a few weeks because mm-hmm. you want to be ready for the new season I'll ask you about that during the programme but you'll join us on Wednesday night won't you yep yep well, Wednesday yeah. then I'm going to take a few weeks Paul um, and I'm going to get my, my myself right into obviously it's going to be a big season for myself at Alawa yep um, I've, we're obviously a week back now into, into pre-season and I've got a lot of games and I just want to make sure that I'm I'm putting a lot of hard work into that and making sure my, my players are up and ready for the start of the season then I'll be back on the show ready to go for the start of your domestic season Is the deal done for the new season? Can we exclusively reveal Barry <laughs> Ferguson you've signed with Go yep, Radio for the yep. new season And listen Paul I've got to yep. be honest with you I've loved it um, We love it We yep. started um, last August and I've got to be honest with you I look yep. forward to coming in every Monday, Wednesday and, and Friday and it, it was also great to do the Saturday games and some Sunday games um, but listen it's a great team we've got here not just the, the guys the the viewers here but behind the scenes we've got mm-hmm. a, a great um, group of people as well to work with and I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed the last seven or eight months What you're saying is Rochelle she produced <laughs> it brilliantly on Friday didn't she? <laughs> I'm looking through to executive producer James who does it most of the time but uh, you and Mark Weedy were right on form on Friday and Mark will be back here on Friday Rob's on tomorrow night with Stephen Yeah I Craig feel and... a wee bit yeah. sorry L- listen Rochelle <laughs> done a, a great job yeah. but listen James has been uh, James has been brilliant as well as I say listen it's team. a great team we've got great team and as I say you've got to always look forward to coming into your work and yep. every time um, I'm on I look forward to coming in and having a good chat and hopefully mm. now we'll start the, the Next month or so, the studios will start to open up. And Absolutely, we'll get to see everybody because we're obviously coming in. We're having to go into the room and, and do our course, stuff before yep. we come into the studio. So th- that's the only thing I miss having a, a chat with with people. It's good to um, have a, a good old chin wag and, and see what people have been up to. But hopefully that will change in the the next month or so. Go Radio Football Show. Barry Ferguson, the former Rangers and Scotland captain, Blackburn Rovers, Blackpool, and uh, the manager. At Alloa, uh, Paul Cooney here too. Some of the headlines today: Billy Gilmer it looks as though a season-long loan to Norwich is on. The club want him to go there. We'll talk to you about that in a second or two. Celtic being linked now with the Sheffield United defender George Baldock. Is he a target for Ange Postecoglou? And Rangers kick off the pre-season against Partick Thistle one week tonight. Also playing Tranmere and Blackpool. As Kai Kennedy, the young Rangers player who was out in loan this year at Wraith Rovers, he's been named in the UEFA Youth League Best Eleven alongside Real Madrid. Juventus and Ajax youngsters and uh, somebody retiring who well he had his greatest moment in the 2016 Cup Final when Rangers lost to Hibs David Gray is retiring after a really good career so give us a call on any of these subjects 08 08 17 17 700 uh, Billy Gilmer we've spoken about him so much he was yeah. the star for Scotland uh, against England do you think it looks as though when he comes out of quarantine he'll be going to Norwich what do you reckon? Uh, well I'm looking at both ways I says on the show last week I would have liked to have seen him stay at Chelsea and try and fight to get in the team uh, Paul but obviously there's been conversations between Gilly and uh, Billy sorry and the, the Chelsea manager and probably the Chelsea manager sees it fit for him to go out and play week in week out at um, Norwich where he might struggle to do that I think he's good enough to do that at Chelsea but 
the Chelsea manager might have different ideas. And I think it'll be good for his development as well because when he's playing at Chelsea, they're expected to win every game. He's going to go to Norwich and um, not been disrespectful to Norwich, but I, I see them being down the bottom half of the table and he, he might um, backs against the wall at times in, in games and it's something different that Billy might not be used to. So mm -hmm. as I says, it might be good for his... It will be good. At, no, it might not. It will be good for his development and um, he'll go there and he'll, he'll gain real good experience. He's only 20, Paul. Yep. But I, I believe he's ready to play week in, week out and he's still going to be playing the Premier League against top players. Mm. So I can see the reasons why Chelsea might want him to go there. He's in with the superstars at Chelsea and he, you know he's not going to get a regular game, that's clear. Whereas at Norwich, there's no big superstars there. But he'll be one of the stars. And it's a different psychology because they're not expected to win every week. In fact, they tend to come up, back down. So it'll be different, could help mentally to toughen them up this season. Yep, and that's one of the, the, the things that the Chelsea manager might be looking at. Mm -hmm. um, as I says, I'll keep going back. It's good for young players' development that they, they taste different scenarios in, in football. As I said, that Chelsea, you've got the vast majority of the possession, Paul. You're, you're, you're winning the vast majority of the games. At Norwich, it's going to be different for, for Billy. Um, but I think it's, it's one that Chelsea are going to make the right decision because for me, Billy Gilmer is going to be... Um, a Chelsea centre midfielder for the next 10 or 12 years there's no doubt in my mind about that so it's important that he goes and gains the experiences and he'll come back to Chelsea certainly um, a bit better for it um, and a better player Celtic fans would wake up today with the news that the Sheffield United defender George Baldock is the latest target we know that Frimpong left a few months mm. ago Al Elhamid has gone uh, Ralston's there Anthony Ralston it's never really happened for him but they do need and of course John Joe Kenny has gone what do you know about uh, the Sheffield United right back? I know because I've watched Sheffield United a number of times because of John Fleck yeah. um, I keep a keen eye on how Fleck is um, progressing down there you keep a keen eye on everything but yeah anyway, but yeah. He, he's one yeah. boy that um, listen, it, it never quite worked for him mm -hmm. at Rangers where I thought it should it should have because he's he's great ability what um, happened at Rangers? I don't know but maybe there was a bit too much pressure on him um, but listen one thing about Fleck is he went down to the down to England down to Coventry City in League 1 mm -hmm. um, and done it the hard way went there was one of their main players got his move into the championship with Sheffield United and obviously got promoted and I've watched him um, prosper in the in the Premier League he's been Sheffield United's best player for me and I'm not just saying it because I know John no. Fleck but one player that, that has stuck out has been George Baldock mm -hmm. he's, he's been always um, a steady Eddie on that right hand side for Sheffield United and I can see the reasons why Celtic are interested in him. Um, they'll be getting a good, solid player, that's for sure. What did you think of uh, Postacoglu? And you'd see the stuff over the weekend. I think he said himself in the media conference, it's only words at the moment, but he spoke well, didn't he, on Friday? When I was he, impressed, when he the media. Yeah, I was impressed. He was confident. Um, he's got a certain way of playing um, and he's going to bring that to Celtic and it's an attacking style and that's what Celtic fans crave for. Um, they want their teams um, going for um, teams when they come to Celtic Park certainly and the way he sets his his, um, his formation up it's an attack an attack minded formation so he's confident in his own ability mm. listen he's been he's been managing for 20 odd years so he's got a lot of experience but the proof will be in the pudding mm. once the games start um, but listen 
anybody that listened to that press conference have got to be impressed by him. He spoke about the challenge ahead. It is a massive challenge, but as a manager, you always get opportunities where there is a massive challenge. You don't walk into places where everyone, everything's running smoothly and, and the team's running well. So I understood that before I got here. I, I'm not really looking at um, sort of uh, gains we have to make from last year. I, I, I'm looking at the football we're going to play. And, and if we get those fundamentals right and... You know, there's, there's a method I have in doing that and it's a, it's, it's a process that takes um, certain steps to go through. If we play our football, we'll have a good chance of success. Every club I've managed, every organisation I've been involved in, um, the focus has been on making sure every day we get a little bit better and, you know, at the end of the race we, we, we lift our heads and hopefully we're in first place. It's still nil-nil Croatia and Spain. Lovely wee flick there from Modric. He's all over the park, isn't he? 35, 36. Yeah, 36 yep. I think he is. Yep. He's just cool, calm and collected. Mm. He's, a, he's a brilliant midfield operator. Um, he just runs um, that area of the pitch for Croatia. And he's an absolute joy to watch. I think if you ask anybody, um, he's one player that I could... Um, I wouldn't get sick of watching, that's for sure. Yeah. And I'll go back to the game last, um, last week against Scotland. It was just... It was a phenomenal performance. He just ran it. He ran it from the start of the whistle to the the final whistle. Um, and as I said, look, Croatia, a lot of people are saying they're an aging squad. They reached the World Cup uh, mm. final three years ago. They've got some top, top players. And as I said, I, I think they'll they'll get the, the result tonight that um, will take them into the quarterfinals and that's a win against Spain. Well, you fancy Croatia, but nil-nil after 17 minutes. What about Postacoglu and what he was saying there about, um, you know, there's so much to be done. The club has been in turmoil. Uh, what do you make of what he was saying a few months ago? And I know at the beginning somebody said, you know, it's a jump up for you coming to the Premiership. And he said, oh, right, OK. So you may think that, but he's been in the J-League. He's, he's been the manager of Australia in a World Cup. Well, I, I get a sense of belief from him that he, yep. he believes in his own ability and he believes in the methods that he's going to bring to Celtic. Um, as I said, he's going to play a certain way. He's not going to change. Um, and as I said, it's not that they're, they're bringing in somebody who's never managed before, Paul. Um, the, the only issue a lot of people have got, he's never managed in Europe, but he's got a lot of experience. Um, but he's got a lot of work to do. Um, as I said, it's a big rebuild at Celtic. Um, and he'll need to start getting players through the door because you mentioned off air just before we started three weeks before that first Champions League qualifier um, so he'll need to get um, he'll need to get players in quickly because Celtic need to start signing players you're right three weeks tomorrow Celtic play FC Micheland uh, Eric Sviachenko of course former Celtic player has been mentioned as a possible target but three weeks tomorrow and those two games with them are absolutely massive. We told you at the top of the programme, £14 million if they can get into the group stages itself. They'd have a few more hurdles. Rangers come in later next month uh, as champions. And remember, whoever wins this year, the title in Scotland, goes straight in to the group stages the following year. So it, so it should be, Paul. Um, yeah. I, I've never un understood that at all. I think the champions of your country, you should go straight into the group stages of the Champions League. Um and thankfully that's going to happen next season. So again, as you just mentioned there, for both Rangers and Celtic to go into the, the Champions League group stages this year, £14 million. And then straight in, guaranteed £14 million at the end of next season. So um, there's a lot, of, a lot of motivation there. Um, I would know as a player that 
um, the manager will be letting the players know because he'll be getting it from the board saying listen that this is a, a right few pound we can get here and you could get some of that to go and strengthen your squad so um, there you go there's Croatia, Croatia scored. scored yep 1-0 Croatia Barry said a few moments ago you fancy them to win tonight I do fancy them to win um, oh a bad mistake for the goalkeeper oh. there Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's pass a, back oh, it's to a the pass back. back. Oh, the keeper's completely oh missed it. Oh my god! Wow! Yep, horrendous That's, mistake, isn't it? He goes too to casual. Oh. Far too casual. Wow! First but goal. Great start from uh, yeah. first twenty minutes. Croatia had one up, and the way Croatia play, Paul, they dominate the ball. Mm. Um, so this could really suit them. Shall we take a quick break and then we're back? I think you're going to be running tomorrow for charity. We're going to talk about Rangers preparations, which have had to change because of what's happening in Portugal. More about who Celtic might sign and what's the news from Rangers. As we bring you that news, Croatia are one up in Spain. Andy Murray in action today as well. Great to see him back at centre court after four years away. Yeah, he's an absolute legend, isn't he? Andy oh. Murray, he's just suffered the last three or four yeah. years, Paul, with... I think it's back injuries, mm-hmm. um, but I love Wimbledon. Yeah. Love watching Wimbledon. Yeah. Um, have you been? So, that? You must have been. Yeah, I've been. Yeah. I've been. Um, the strawberries and the pims and all that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just about to say pints that. of pims. <laughs> <laughs> no, great, brilliant, um, brilliant place down there. Um, unbelievable. When you're actually there live, it's hard to actually watch the pace yeah. that the tennis mm-hmm. players play at. Um, but no, I, I got it as a gift um, to go down one of my birthdays. And um, no, it was a joy to be down there. Fantastic. It's your uh, fix of football right throughout the summer. Five to six here on Go Radio. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. We'll bring you the traffic and travel at 22. Chris is just checking out what's happening there. Um, Didn't look too bad on the way in, but we will check the cameras and Chris will keep us right up to date as we do here on the Go Radio Football Show. It's Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney, the summer edition. Sunshine's here. Barry, did you enjoy it at the weekend? Uh, Football fest and a bit of sunshine too. Yeah, the the weather's... um been unreal Paul Wait, isn't it? let's be yeah. honest with you I don't think my players are enjoying it because um, we're working them very hard and yeah. obviously um, it, it's pretty hot there but listen we complain when it, when it's hot <laughs> or it's too hot or when it's raining yeah. um, or the, the weather never changes up here but great to to be honest with you the last like four or five weeks the weather's been, been good pretty yeah. decent mm-hmm. um, so listen I'm, I'm enjoying it and I'm sure everybody else is as well well I'm going to tell you tomorrow is going to be one of the hottest days uh, so I'm telling you this for a reason because on the line now is a special man Jordan who's been running a 5k every day in June and we're what the 28th today uh, Jordan good evening hi guys how you doing good where are you Jordan whereabouts so I'm from Armadale, but I currently live yeah. in Whitburn. You're in Whitburn. So, um, yeah, I think you're going to meet up with Barry tomorrow because uh, Barry is going to run with you. But first of all, Jordan, tell uh, everyone here in Go Radio uh, why you're doing this. Right, OK. So uh, a few weeks ago, uh, I've got a carpet and sofa cleaning business. So I was doing a, a job for a customer of mine called Rachel Kennedy. Yeah. Um, I was... Doing the job voluntarily because Rachel is currently suffering from terminal cancer. Unfortunately, she has uh, cervical cancer and I think it's also lung cancer. Uh, Rachel's only 32. She's got two young boys, uh, Lewis and Jude. Um, and she's she's raising funds to try and find alternative treatments yeah. um, to obviously try and give herself every chance. So I was in her house and I have to say I got very, very emotional. Yeah. Uh, when I seen how hard Rachel was fighting, it was it was one of the hardest things I've ever done to tell you the truth. Um, and I just felt like 
I, I had to help. I feel like there was something I had, I had to do to try and help this this woman out. So, um, yeah, I came up with the idea of running 30, 35Ks in a row. Um, so, wow. yep, I've done 27 now, 28 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I've raised I've raised over over three thousand pounds, which I, I actually cannot believe. I wanted to three thousand. Wow! I only wanted to raise five hundred pounds, but I underestimated my friends and family to tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, because it's been it's been smashed. Some of the donations have been absolutely incredible, to be honest with you. Um, so, I it's That's... it's a really really sad situation, but I'm just trying to do my bit to help because I feel like it's the least I can do, to be honest with you. Of course. And and for Rachel as well, that you are doing this. Barry, you just heard about it, and I know that you've stepped up tomorrow. You're going to be running alongside him. Yep, I, I just can't believe I've picked the hottest day of the year uh, um, yeah. to oh, do Barry, it. But I'm just about to say, <laughs> I'm just about to say to you, Jordan, it's a recovery 5K we're doing tomorrow. <laughs> well, I usually run them about 18 minutes, mate, so we can keep up. And I'm always young. That's about 25, 26 minutes, so it'll just be a wee trot. <laughs> All right, I'm normally about 21 minutes, so... <laughs> Well, when you've done 28 in a row, you, you slowed down a bit. <laughs> yeah. How, how are you feeling after uh, 28 of them? I have to admit, I'm, I'm getting a bit sore. I, to, to tell you the truth as well, I I, well, I do I play junior football, but right. I've been suffering I've been suffering with a hip injury since last October. Mm-hmm. Um, a hip and groin problem. I'm waiting to see a specialist about that. But I'm in a bit of pain in my hip because obviously it is injured. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, it's for a good cause. But... I no, I'm I'm sore. Like my knees and that are a bit sore. Like you'll probably notice uh, tomorrow, Barry, when we when we when we start off, I limp for the first like half a kilometre. Like, I I literally do limp just till I warm up, and then after that I'm alright in my way. But um, I'm the same. My knees my I'm joints. the same, Jordan. <laughs> my ankles are absolute knackered. But listen, I tell you something. The reason why I I said to James, the producer, I think you're doing a brilliant thing. Um, and he raised over three thousand pounds, and hopefully it will keep growing um, until you get well, my, to. My target's five. My target's five. I want to try and get five grand. To mm. tell you the truth, but when I when I put it on my social media that you were coming, I mean I can't tell you the reaction, mate. It was absolutely unbelievable. I can't thank you enough, Barry. To tell you the truth. No, no for problem. Your time for 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 give up your time to come and do that for me. I mean you're an absolute idol. I mean to tell you the truth, mate. I'm a massive Rangers fan. So yeah. That's massive, great, massive Rangers fans. So, like, so is Rachel as well, and all her family as well. They're all big Rangers fans as well. So well, she'll be. I absolutely blown away. You're getting up your time, to be honest. Yeah, no, I'm just happy to play my part, mate. That's that's all I'm doing. And listen, it's just class. Uh, James and I are going to put in the hundred pounds as well to sponsor you, Barry, tomorrow for Rachel and for everything that Jordan's doing. So there's a, an, oh, another fantastic. bit there. Yeah, we'll we'll put that on. Uh, it, it's it's amazing what you're doing. I mean, everyone there. When we heard you saying that, you know, you were working there and you met Rachel. And but you're doing something about it to help for research there. Can for, I can I also yeah. just say one more thing, Paul? Of course. No, sorry. Can I can I can I say a massive massive thank you to James, the producer, because without that guy, this wouldn't be happening. He's been Good. he's been absolutely unbelievable. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't I can't thank that guy enough. Well, he's do you know quality. that's really nice you said that. And Alex, who was walk, uh, were running to Wembley the other week, and it was James that highlighted that to us, and it came on, and and, and so it helped. You're right. It's just a, it's a team, and there's so many good people. You know how Jordan you hear about the bad stories and things that people don't bother about, but there are so many yeah. people uh, doing the right things and, and going that bit further. And uh, Barry will be there with you tomorrow at Strathclyde Park. And yep, down yeah. my my local park. Um, yeah. I'll take him the the track that I normally go. It's a flat track, so don't worry, Jordan. There's no hills. 
Mm. Well, see the thing, mate. Right? See my first kilometre and a half on my usual route. It's all uphill. I don't know what I'm doing to myself. Like, honestly, I'm punishing myself every night. But it's because I've got a set route and a set finish line. I know where I'm, where I start. I know where I finish. So, mm-hmm. um, I, uh, I punish myself <laughs> every night going up and down that hill. But, uh, listen, like I say, I just, I, I can't thank you enough, Barry. Honestly, and I know the guys at Go Radio and and everybody else who's helped me and everybody who's chipped in and donated so far. I know there'll be a few people listening to this who have donated because I put it on my Facebook earlier that was coming on. But uh, I just want to thank everybody who's helped me. I, did, I get quite emotional talking about it. It's yeah. really sad, eh? But, yeah. No, you're uh, doing a brilliant thing, John, yeah. believe me. Bye. And that's the reason why I'm more than happy to, um, to come in tomorrow, tomorrow. And, and do a, a slow 5K. Oh, five. <laughs> Listen, he's out He's out quite a lot running. Looks as fit as a fiddle. You look as though you could still be playing just about. Uh, what a year it's been. So you were saying Rachel's a big Rangers fan as well. And for you... My goodness, you couldn't have imagined you'd win the league with 25 points to spare. Uh, I'll tell you the truth, I was quite worried at the start, at the start of the season. Like I was quite worried because Celtic obviously had, yep. they had the momentum. They'd just won nine nine titles in a row. Uh, but aye, I think kind of just before Christmas, to be honest with you, I could kind of see that I was kind of going to be over. Like I couldn't see Rangers losing it for there. Uh, aye, no, delighted. Absolutely fantastic season. Mm-hmm. Just hope we don't lose Morelos. Just hope he doesn't go because I like mm. Morelos. I think he could be but, a big, big loss. Well, you may well lose him. We don't know. We've mm, looking but, like it. Mm-hmm. Porto. Well, well yeah. I, I, I seen um, yesterday that I think they're a bit off the yeah, the, the price. Yep. Um, I, and Rangers are, as I said, Paul, and I've said a number of times, um, they don't really need to sell. Um, they, they can hold out and get the the right kind of money. And I, I think fifteen million pound Rangers have got to be looking for Morelos at least that because I thought last season um, as I said previous I've always liked him as a player this mm. and similar to Jordan just sometimes I thought he was a wee bit selfish but he became a real team player last year I thought he was excellent um, in parts of the season and his goal scoring form um, was decent but I thought his link up play improved so much last year Have Porto come in about 10 million? I think it's round about that mm-hmm. but Rangers are obviously going to hold out and, and make sure they, they get the right sort of money I, I would like to see him stay um, but listen again Rangers did mention last year at the AGM mm-hmm. that if a suitable offer does come in for one of the assets that they'll need to look at that and that's the likes of Morelos um, Ryan Kent guys like that Barisic Kamara so hopefully the right bids don't come in and they keep these sort of players and Jordan yeah the- Kamara's been class Kamara's been class during the Euros he's he needs, to, he needs to calm down a wee bit. He was playing too well there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he had a lot of suitors. He had a lot of his performances in the Euros. Yeah, you just look back a few years ago, £50,000. That, that's unbelievable. Madness. Yep, and Madness, he's, I think he's grew into a, a top midfielder, yeah. Glenn Kamara. Mm. And you, you've seen it, as Jordan just mentioned there, in the, in the Euros for Finland. Um, yeah. He was, he's on top form. Oh, the, the numbers are going up for him, aren't they? they definitely. 100%. I was about to ask you about him, Jordan, so you, you could be on the show regularly here. <laughs> but <laughs> we're, we're down to the two of us, just uh, an hour a night here on the Go Radio Football Show. So tomorrow, you and Barry will be uh, running together to raise money for uh, the research and uh, thinking about Rachel tomorrow. Yeah. But you were saying... Uh, it's, just, yeah. it's, just, it's, just, it's just fun for Rachel and, and for our kids as well. Obviously, our two wee boys are only four and six. I mean, it's it's. I've got kids yeah. myself. I think I think that's the thing that really really hit home to me. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got a, a wee boy and girl, Lila McKinley. They're only five and seven, mm-hmm. so it's really similar ages to my two kids. So that's 
that's really what, what really got me when I was in our house that day. Jordan, Rachel, Jordan is, as well. has Rachel started her treatment? Is she going through treatment just now? She's she's going through treatment. She's going yeah. through treatment now. Um, I'm, I'm, I've, yeah. To tell you yeah. the truth, I've not seen Rachel in person since I was in her house that day, but of I've course. kept in touch with her. She's yeah. been she's been sending me messages and stuff, which has been like obviously brilliant, supportive messages and texts. She's got a, a really good family behind her as well. Her, her dad and her two sisters and her mum and that are all there. And mm-hmm. They're all great people as well. Um, so I, they've all been messaging me, obviously, when I messaged them and told them about yourself, Barry, mm-hmm. coming along. They, they couldn't believe it, really. Eh? They, couldn't, they couldn't believe you were coming. So, um, aye, unbelievable. I've, I've, I've obviously knew for like a week and a half, two weeks, but I've kept it so yeah. quiet. I don't, know, I don't know how I kept it quiet that you were coming, <laughs> honestly. I've... I've only really my wife and like really close pals knew that there was a chance you were going to come maybe like but well you're putting a smile on Rachel's face when did Barry put uh, smiles in your face give us one of the what are the moments you remember from his career then um, as a Rangers uh, fan what would you say it's got, it's got to be the free kick in the cup final against Celtic man what a free kick that was we should see his face Honestly. it's beaming yeah uh, <laughs> don't listen to Paul uh, no, Jordan listen, there were so many times there were so many times man Aye, you're a Rangers icon, yeah. and I can't believe you're coming. The more I really can't. So James, like um, to just I to let saying that, I keep saying that. Yeah, just to let you know, Jordan, James is just growl, growling <laughs> at me through the window. Oh, he, he told me, he told me to the other side. He told me that on the phone. So. <laughs> Barry's fee's actually ten grand tomorrow, but no, but he's going to waive it. We are kidding. No, it's great you're coming tomorrow. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Listen, I I love things like that. Hearing that, um, as Jordan says, he went in there. Was it clean or or sweet, Jordan, you were into doing? Aye, that's right. right. And as you say, Paul, we we don't hear enough of this. There's a lot of good things happening in the world. And and when James, the producer, let me know a few weeks back, I was more than happy to try and help out Jordan. And if I can do my wee bit to to help, funds got up a wee bit to help Rachel get the, the right sort of treatment, I'm more than happy to do that. Jordan, who do you play with well, that, in the juniors? That, Who, who's your team? Uh, I was most recently with Basket, Basket right. Thistle. Yep. Uh, Barry, maybe no, I don't know. They used to play. Rangers used to yep. play at Basket. I used Thistle's to play there. The reserves. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it's a fantastic pitch. It really is. It's a still is. It's a fantastic pitch. But obviously, I think well, I'm, I'm having it slow down a bit. I mean, I'm only 28, but wow. uh, I'm I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling with my hip to tell you the truth. I need to get that seen. Kind of Who's going to win the Euros, Jordan? Um, who do you think? The Euros. Yep. Uh, I'll go Belgium I think Belgium Right yeah They won last night Portugal out They're not at their best yet uh, though are they You know, mm. We haven't seen Nah no yeah. uh, but maybe, my, mate, my mate's got yeah. Germany in the sweep So hopefully Germany there for my mate But I, I, I quite fancy Belgium to be honest you, a goal. you fancy We'll get a goal One each 1-1 one, one. Yep It's 1-1 one, one after 38 minutes Croatia and Spain And the Czech Republic have surprised us Haven't they Jordan Well maybe Were you surprised that they're doing so well um, do you know something I think everybody in Scotland underestimated the Czech Republic to tell you the truth and that, and that goes back to Rangers against Slavia Prague um, last season I think we underestimated Slavia Prague to be honest with you they were a hard working team and their national team were the very same um, just hard hard working team so I'm not surprised to see them doing well because they work so hard for each other they're, they're obviously a tight unit um, so no I'm not surprised to see them doing well in the Euros actually and the final word, what about Billy Gilmer then? You had about Rangers as a youngster, he went to Chelsea and it looks as though he's going on loan this season to Norwich. You think that's a good move for him? Well, if he's not going to play at Chelsea, then 
Yeah. It might be problem. It might be the best option for him to go out and loan, but he's he's going to go right to the very very top. He has yeah. absolute quality. What is he? Nineteen, twenty year old, something yeah. like that. Twenty he's last absolute week. Absolute yep. class. Yeah. And class, he did, yeah he did brilliantly. Player. And final thought then before what time to, uh, tomorrow? And I know when you're doing it roughly oh, tomorrow. So I, yeah, half, uh, we're doing I, it in the morning. Yeah, tomorrow um, morning. Yeah, Clyde Park. So we'll be there ready to go. Um, I'll get down 15, 20 minutes mm. early to try and get a, a stretch because I'm remember I'm 43, Jordan. Mm-hmm. You're only 28. No, I'm looking forward nah, I'm looking to meeting up with you tomorrow. I'll probably no sleep. I'll probably no sleep tonight, mate. To tell you the truth, but I might, I might be looking a bit tired tomorrow. I'll probably not get much sleep, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to meeting you, Barry. And I can't wait to get this done. And yeah, where can man. people donate? Final point, Jordan. How do they find you? Are you on Just Giving? Uh, I've got a Just Giving page, but um, for some reason, when you type it in, it doesn't come up on Just Giving. So I think okay. probably the best way to find me would be if you just search for me on Twitter. So my my Twitter headline is at homo twelve underscore twelve. Sorry, so that's at Homo T H O M M O underscore twelve on Twitter. You'll find my my profile there, and it's I'm I'm documenting every day on my runs, on my my just giving stuff, so on my Twitter page. At Tomo twelve underscore the twelve. Right, we'll yep. put that in our socials yep. here at Go Radio. Jordan, great to speak to you. Thanks very much, and uh, we'll keep Thanks in touch. Thanks so much for your help. Right, yep, see you tomorrow, Jordan. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Cheers. See you later. Cheers. Thanks, guys. The Go Radio Football Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five. Go Radio Football Show. It's Monday night. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson. And we just spoke to Jordan there, who will be doing 10 at 5K tomorrow. This is going to be his 29th of the month, raising for a young woman, Rachel Kennedy, and for her boy. So well done, Jordan. Well done, Barry. They'll be there tomorrow. And remember, you can sponsor them uh, on Twitter. He's at Tomo, T-H-O-M-O, 12, underscore the 12. So we'll go on and uh, put something on that tonight. What's happening uh, tonight? Croatia and Spain still 1-1, Barry. A minute to go till halftime. Um, Spain didn't like going a goal down did they? No it made them angry Paul if I'm being honest with you as we said a bad mistake uh, from the goalkeeper um, and after that goal went in um, Spain stepped it up a notch or two to be honest with you and they're the team now that's on the um, on the, the front foot and Croatia will just be desperate again at half time one each now and, and settle down a bit but Spain as I said didn't start too well well, after getting um, going a goal down, um, it kicked them into, into play and they've dominated the game since uh, they got that equaliser. What were you thinking at the weekend? So Wales losing 4-0 to Denmark. Uh, they did well to get through to the yeah, knockout I, stages. I think they've got to be happy with the last 16 Wales, yeah. if I'm, I'm being honest with you. Um, I think it was just a step too far for them. Um, they come up against a, a good Danish team. There's no doubt about it. Um and look, anybody that watched the game, um, the Danes were the, the, the better team and deserved to go into the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Surprise earlier in the weekend was Italy and Austria. Mm-hmm. Nil-nil going into extra time. 2-1 Italy. But that was a tough one for them. It, it was. Italy, for me, were the form team in the group stages, Paul. Um, and they, they just didn't play well. But, but a lot of people say, oh, Italy weren't great. You've got to give Austria credit. Um, if you look through the Austrian squad... The vast majority of their players play in the Bundesliga. And that's a top, top league. Um, so they've got real good quality. Um, but at 90 minutes, there wasn't, wasn't much in the game. But in an extra time, Italy stepped it up. They made a few changes and that made the difference. Um, but it was a bit hairy for them the last five or so minutes when, when Austria got yep. that goal back. But overall, I think 
Italy have been the, the best team in the tournament so far. Maybe peak too early? Maybe. Um, that's a wake-up call for them, mm. that game. Um, so I'm sure Mancini will, will want to get them straight on the, the training pitch and, and sort a, a mm. few things out. But again, if you, you look at the Italians, they're still a solid unit mm. and they've got decent quality going forward. So they're, they're still one of the favourites, Paul. That's for sure to, to win the tournament. We're always looking for a Scottish connection. So Sean Maloney was there last night with Roberto Martinez, the manager, former Motherwell, of course. He played there, yep, didn't he? He played against them. Yeah, he played with a decent player. Decent yeah. midfielder, um, Roberto. It's funny yeah, if you think, isn't it, that he's the manager of Belgium? Yeah, he didn't have a he didn't go to the top mm-hmm. um as a footballer, but he's a top manager. Sometimes that's what happens with managers, though. Yep. And I know I'm looking at you and I'm talking yep. with you. Yep. No, top that, you're 100% your, yeah, no, you're 100% right. It's funny, isn't it? 100% yep. right, but um, he's uh, he's managed at the highest level, as I said, at Swansea, Wigan and, and Everton. And now, for me, he's managing probably the number one national team. Mm-hmm. Um, you just need to look at their players. But they're a team I don't think have hit form yet. Mm-hmm. Belgium, if I'm being honest with you. Yep. You've seen it in wee bits during games um, where they've, they've played some decent stuff but I still think they've they have to hit top form and if they hit top form they they for me are the the, the favourites yeah, they the won it 1-0 last night it was the other Hazard who scored it was the brother yeah yep. but it was normally said and it gets all mm. the headlines but he, his brother to be fair is a decent player as well great strike um, as I said um, Portugal came in it towards the end Um yep. They had Belgium in the, the, the back foot, um, but Belgium's seen it out, what all good teams do, and they'll go into the quarterfinals um, in confident mood. And tonight, Croatia and Spain, that's 1-1 at half-time. And later tonight, France against Switzerland, so we know what you'll be doing in the, the Ferguson household. France, one of the favourites to I, lift I, it. I, yeah. I, I, it was between, I mean, I know I'm contradicting myself yeah. here, and I, I just says Belgium are favourites, sure. but yeah. I, I tip France. Um, you just need to look at their squad um, and Zima and Bappe maybe the player of the tournament yep um, I, I can only see France uh, go through into the, the quarter finals uh, and again they, they're another team that's it's not hit top form yet great tournament isn't it so tomorrow night England against Germany I'll come to it in a minute or two but also here in Glasgow we've got uh, the game at Hamden Sweden against Ukraine Yep, and I'm going to go for Sweden. One of my ex-teammates, Seb Larsson, ah, yeah, um, I, course, I played yeah. with at Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Um, really good player, real good teammate, good team player. Did he win the League Cup with you? Yep, yep. yep. He was um, fantastic at set pieces, mm-hmm. really hard-working player, and really enjoyed playing with Seb. So I'll be rooting for Sweden um, to go through. That will be that'll be a good game, Ukraine. Um, I've got decent players as well but I, I think Sweden will have enough to get through into the quarters and Mikel Lustig back in town and many people felt he left Celtic too soon they didn't replace him I was surprised if I'm being honest I, I was surprised that he never got offered an extra year mm-hmm. um, did he have an injury problem? he did I think he Towards missed a few end. games yeah. during that season and um, I mean just at the end because I mean he had a great career at Celtic mm-hmm. but I think if you ask any Celtic supporter they, they were, Lustig was a player that the Celtic support rated, yeah. um, and I think if you ask um, his teammates as well, he was a he was a a, a good player. And he um, gave so everything. I was surprised. Yeah, he, what yeah. he was, he gave everything. Um, he was one of the ones where he, he he was always guaranteed to be a six or seven out of ten every mm-hmm. every single week. Steady Eddie, he was. Um, so I was surprised that he never got offered that extra year to stay. So tomorrow at five, we'll have Rob on with Stephen Cragen here in Go Radio Football Show in one year and we'll be watching England against Germany. 
what is going to happen tomorrow night? And can I ask you also, I heard John Hartson saying about, uh, you know, Wales and they had to travel to Baku. Was it, you said yeah, I thought it was unfair. I mean, seven yeah. hours on a flight. Um, they've done the most travelling in the tournament. Yeah. Uh, so that, that, And England uh, have played at Wembley all the I, way. I'm not saying the, the, the Wales manager or the squad or any of the players would use it as an excuse, but there was a hell of a lot of travelling mm-hmm. that, that that Wales team um, had to do. Um, and that wouldn't have helped. It certainly wouldn't have. Um, if they didn't have to travel, did I, did I still think they would have beat Swit- uh, sorry, Denmark? No, I, no, I don't. But certainly the, the travelling wouldn't have helped the, the Wales squad. And then getting into an England game tomorrow, it's the game that everybody mm-hmm. wants to see. Um, and as I said, England are another team that have, for me, I've flattered to deceive. Mm-hmm. I've got top, top players, but I just don't think they're a, a, a real um, unit no. they, they play for each other mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of individuals but listen this is when the best teams come into for them towards the end of tournaments mm-hmm. and if you're asking my honest opinion I think England will beat Germany tomorrow you think so yep. is it going to be Harry Kane's night do you think yep he's come in for a bit of criticism mm-hmm. um, he's not much supply has he you took the words out of my mouth yeah. Paul I don't think he's had enough supply yeah. um, he's not had many chances I think over the the three games he's had one or two chances mm-hmm. um, for me that's not enough um, for a top quality striker so this game's set for Harry Kane tomorrow night can you imagine it though if they go no, through no I couldn't go, <laughs> I mean it will take over won't yeah. it on the national TV and all the rest of it they'll be going on Phil Foden is it going to be his night tomorrow will he play well he's got uh, um, he's got so many quality mm. players in that final third um, you've got Saka you've got Phil Foden you've got Raham Sterling yep. You've got, um, I, I don't think Mount's available. Don't think so because of the uh, the Billy Gilmer yeah, you've situation. You've got Jack Grealish. Yep. Mm-hmm. You've got so many quality players in that final third. Um, I would love to see him play, as I mm-hmm. said. He's a player I, I rate so highly. Um, I could watch him 24-7. Uh, he's getting embarrassed of Richie's. Yes, hasn't he? I suppose also it depends which Germany turns up tomorrow. Because they've been, you know... Yeah, you can Hot never write the Germans off. Oh, One sure. thing you get for the, the Germans is they're a big, powerful, strong team. Efficient. Yeah, yep. they are. They, they know the game inside out. Um, it's a cracker. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'll be tuned in before my game tomorrow night and yep. we'll see where it takes us. But if you're asking my opinion, I think England at home should have enough. That's your first game in charge tomorrow. Can you yep. believe it already? Just a couple of weeks into the training, but it's very much behind closed doors. Yeah, it's behind closed doors. Um, first couple of pre-season games are behind closed goals, uh, doors. Sorry, it's just getting minutes in the players' legs. That's mm-hmm. an important thing. They've worked really hard the past week. Uh, uh, their attitude have been, has been sorry, has been different class. That's all you can ask as a manager. And now it's into into games and and making sure each player gets the right amount of minutes before the the Premier Sports Cup starts um, in two weeks' time. Mm-hmm. You've got another game as well, haven't you? You're playing we play Morton, Morton on Saturday. So Stenhouse Muir tomorrow and then Morton. Yep. That'll be a test as well. What about Rangers then? Your old club back in training, Stephen Gerrard. He was listening to the Postacoglu stuff and saying, right, we're, we'll give everything this season, obviously. Well, that's what you want, Paul. You want yeah. a challenge. Yeah. You, you want a challenge. There wasn't much a challenge for Celtic last year. No. Let's be honest with you after the new year um, and as a manager as a coaching staff as a, a playing staff you want challenged mm-hmm. and as I said it's hard to win trophies the hardest thing is to retain it 
and this Rangers group of players will get a test this year. I firmly believe that, but I firmly believe they'll be up for that test. What do you feel about Rangers not going to Portugal? I don't think there's they've got much choice, have they? Because I think they're doing the right thing, yeah. Paul. They're not mm. taking any chances. Uh, they're going to stay back here, and I see they've got Partick Thistle. A yep. week tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be, you know, sorry, they're up back up in the championship. Yeah, so they, that'll be a, a good yeah. test. Um, and also they've got Tramir and, and Blackpool mm-hmm. and they play Arsenal as well. So they've got good games to look forward to. And I think they're doing the right thing, um, staying at their, their training base in Bears Den and, and making sure they're, they're fit and ready to go at the start of the season. Blackpool, one of your old teams as well. You've got an affection for them, haven't you? Yeah, listen, I, I, I spent... A few years there. Um, and I you managed, managed there. Yeah. Yeah, but when I decided to retire, um, once Pollens got sacked, um, they asked me to take over and I took over the final three months. That was a good a good learning curve. What age were you? Um, I was 37. 37, you yep. were managing Blackpool? Yep. In, in the, the championship? championship. Wow. Yep, yep. so yep. that was, um, it was a, a bit of a, a wake-up call for me, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> Working with, with Blackpool and the owner at the time, Carol Oyston. Oh um, yeah, the Oystons, they've gone now, I know. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, away yeah. And, and, and it's great to see Blackpool get in the, the, the championship. I, I think they'll just want to get in the, the championship, stabilise herself for a year or two and then push again to try and get mm. into the Premier League in two or three years. Just two weeks ago, Barry, we're in the final minute of the pro. Can you believe has this not been the fastest hour? But we're going to do it every night, Monday to Friday, five till six, a fix of football. When you look back, I was reading lots over the weekend about Scotland. Do you think we should have done better though overall? I mean, we thought we would go through to the qualifiers. To, I, to I this thought that, Paul. I expected stage. that, but you need to take a step back and look mm-hmm. at the group we were in. Mm-hmm. Czech Republic, yep. very good team. Croatia, top team. England are a top team. Um, I, I thought that I believe there's a lot of positives to take out of it. Yep. Are we a bit deflated and disappointed? Of course we are, because we want to go into the into the final stages. Um, but listen, it's small steps. We've qualified for the first time in 23 years. I think we've got the right manager in charge. I think we've got a group of players that are only going to learn and grow for this experience. And hopefully, come September, we'll get the right results in the triple header and we'll qualify for the World Cup in Qatar. It's going to be tough, but you think we could do it? Get I believe you've got to believe yeah. you've got to go in. And I think the mindset of these players and the manager and the coaching staff is they, they believe that they can go and qualify for Qatar because I believe we've got a group that can grow not just for the next couple of years, Paul, for the next four to six years. Barry, thanks for joining us. We'll see you on Wednesday night and uh, I look forward to that. Rob's on tomorrow night with Stephen Cragen. Jokal Day is coming up next and good luck with the run tomorrow. Thanks very much. That's it. It's uh, coming up to the news is next. I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy.